Welcome to the I Am Vinyl podcast. My name is Pete LaRussa, and as you see, I am flying solo here today on this episode, as I decided not to bother Joey. I know he's been very busy lately, and as anyone who has viewed the last episode or has listened to the last episode, depending on what you're choosing here today, if it's cnjradio.com for the audio version, or if it's YouTube for the video version, you have seen that Joey has been very busy farming and herding cats. So aside from that and everything else that's been going on in his life, I figured I would just run with this episode by myself. I had let him know that this was one of my next episodes that I wanted to do. So I figured today was a really good day to do it. And so here I am, and I am going to discuss an album that was released 30 years ago. And the anniversary was a few months ago. So we're a little late to getting around to this. But, you know, you know the saying, better late than never. So... The album I'm talking about was originally released 30 years ago on May 14th, 1991. And so you've already seen it. If you're looking at your device, you know which album I'm talking about. And for everyone viewing here, it is Primus, Sailing the Seas of Cheese. So I'm gonna go into how I got into Primus and discuss a little bit just about feelings on the record and all, but just another reason why I wanted to do this particular episode is because I had alluded to it, sort of, in an episode back, I think it was January or February, it was episode 32, the Vinylversary edition, volume five, and Joey and I were talking about creator's Como of Souls record, which had turned 30 years old at that time, and I went into a story about how myself and the Vertorami brothers how we had gotten into creator and you know, how it was a unique thing for us because at that time when we did get into that band, we were mostly listening to bands like Def Leppard, Kiss, Motley Crue, Poison. The heaviest things we were listening to were probably like Anthrax, Metallica, and Megadeth. So vocal style that creator presented at that time was definitely different for us. And you know, at first we found it very amusing and we would watch the video a bunch of times for our amusement. And then all of a sudden it just started to kind of sink into our heads and we really started to like what we were actually hearing rather than laughing at it. We actually started to get into it. And then eventually some of us would end up buying that record by creator, which was extreme aggression. Just a reminder that the video that I was referring to in that story about us discovering creator is for the song betrayer. So, what I was alluding to in that episode, and I had mentioned to, to Joey in that episode, was there was another album that would come out a few years later where we would have a similar type of situation. So here you go. This is the answer. It was this album. So I'm going to tell that story now. Before I do that, I just want to go into some basic stats on the album, as I like to do here. So the album was, as I said before, it was released 30 years ago on May 14th, 1991. This would be the first time that Primus would crack into the Billboard Top 200 Albums chart when they peaked at number 116 with this album. Their previous and first full-length album, Frizzle Fry, was released on February 7th, 1990, and that was on Caroline Records. So they were on an independent label at that point, 
And this record right here would be their first on a major label when they would sign with Interscope Records. So, and it would also turn out to be their first platinum album. And it looks like they have two. So Sailing the Seas of Cheese and Pork Soda have been certified platinum. And Tales from the Punch Bowl has been certified gold. I guess, you know, you could say it's debatable if those records have sold a little bit more since they were certified, I would think maybe a little bit more. But that's what we have as far as certification and billboard. And also just an interesting note too is Sailing the Seas of Cheese would peak at number two on US Billboard Heat Seekers chart. So it did very well for a first major label debut. There were three singles released, first being Jerry was a race car driver. The second one was Tommy the Cat, which would end up on the Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey soundtrack later on. Primus would also appear in the movie Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey as one of the bands participating in the Battle of the Bands towards the end of the movie where they perform Tommy the Cat. I should also mention that Tom Waits appears on most of Tommy the Cat in a guest vocal spot. And a third single was released for those damn blue collar tweakers. So anyway, let's get on to the story as to how myself and those Verderame brothers that I've mentioned a million times got into Primus and it's pretty much, like I said, the same as the creator story. As I mentioned a bunch of times on this show, I used to tape Headbangers Ball a lot. And I think on this particular occasion, I didn't watch the episode the night before. So I had taped the episode where Primus had made their debut. And it was actually, it was a few days before the record was released. I still have the VHS tape and I actually revisited it when this anniversary hit as I just wanted to revisit it again and just, you know, I hadn't seen it in a very long time. So I thought it would be fun to watch it now as a, you know, more of an adult than I was back then and found that they taped the segment only a few days before the record was actually released. So what ended up happening was what ended up happening a lot of times. I would tape Headbangers Ball, right around my brothers would come over my house or I would go to their house. We lived very close to each other. So on this particular occasion, once again, we did the same thing. We would review the episode of Headbangers Ball from the night before and see if there were any you know, new videos that were played and, and anything else that we had never seen before. So on this show, Primus were guests with Ricky Rackman. So they had a segment where they were doing an interview segment, a few interview segments, and they were gonna premiere the video for Jerry was a race car driver. So. The one thing I remember is that I had no idea who Primus was. I don't know if the guys knew who they were either, the Verderami brothers. I don't know if they even knew who Primus were when we were watching this. So we were watching and we watched the interview segments and we were probably not really paying much attention. We were 15 years old at the time. So I can only imagine we were talking through most of the interview segments until they would get to the video. We had no idea who these guys were. So the video plays, you see the beginning. Anyone who's seen the video for Jerry was a race car driver before knows the beginning very well. I don't know how to really describe it, but they just have some, some guy, he's probably a friend of the band and he goes up to the counter and he orders nachos. <laughs> so you see, you know, the guy behind the counter preparing the nachos and grabbing the cheese and, 
guy waiting for his nachos is licking his lips and <laughs> the close-up on the teeth and the lips <laughs> guy behind the counter hands guy wanting the nachos his nachos and you know again those have seen the video you know it steamy <laughs> so then the guy walks outside of the store with his nachos skateboarder comes rolling on by knocks into him and those nachos go flying and then you know song starts you hear this this quirky bass line and then song kicks off so i don't know what is it about 15 to 20 seconds into the song until we hear Les Claypool's vocals. And now you try to picture me and the three Verderami brothers sitting on their couch. And all of a sudden we just hear, Jerry was a race car driver. He drove so goddamn fast. Never did win a checkered flag, but he never did come in last. They're like, <laughs> and naturally started laughing. A whole bunch of what the fuck is this? And Rewound it back, watched it again. <laughs> I think the one thing that we did all, you know, commonly agree on at first was when that part comes up, you know, and it goes, go! I think we all agree, like, that's a pretty fucking cool part. <laughs> but otherwise, we were just like, what the hell is with these fucking vocals? <laughs> so once again, the whole entire cycle, same thing with the creator. Probably a few weeks of this, and we're just revisiting this video again, and we're winding and watching it again, and laughing, and you know, having a good old time with this. <laughs> so who's the guy that decides, you know what, I'm gonna buy this record <laughs> and see how it is, and see how the rest of the album is and the rest of the songs are? I did. <laughs> so I ended up buying the cassette. So with creator, it was Andrea who would end up you know, diving in first. And with Primus, it would end up being me. You know, unfortunately, I don't have the cassette anymore. Kind of wish I still kept it, but it was the type of thing at the time. Very limited money with the allowance that we were all getting at the time. So a lot of times when I would want to get the CD and not have the cassette anymore, I would trade in the cassette if I would end up buying the CD, which I did end up buying the Selling the Seas Cheese CD. It's sitting over here. I'm not going to grab it right now. We're talking about vinyl anyway, so... But that's pretty much it. That's, that's how myself and the Verderami brothers, that's how we got into Primus. And so I've been buying their records ever since. Ended up going back and getting Frizzle Fry. And the first actual release that they did put out was an EP called Suck On This, which was a live EP. So that's pretty much it. There's not really much else I could say as far as how we got into the band. But I would end up buying the record and... I would end up getting into all of it. It was just, again, it was like creator. It's just one of those things that you just had to really get used to what you were listening to. But, you know, we also recognize, wow, these guys are, you know, amazingly talented musicians. And, uh, you know, me being a drummer first before I ever played guitar and bass and sung in any bands, you know, Tim Herb Alexander, what a fucking amazing drummer that obviously all three of these guys were very influenced by Rush and it shows. So, you know, I know that Primus has a, a core following as far as fans. And I also know that they have a lot of people who really just despise the sound of the band, the, the sound of Les's vocals. I truly appreciate and understand that. It's definitely not for everybody. So 
that's really all I could say to that subject because I, I've seen some people say, how the hell can you listen to Primus? Primus isn't a band you listen to. That's pretty debatable. I mean, yeah, Les doesn't have a voice for everybody. I think they've always been very creative over the years, even when they've made records that maybe weren't as good, but I just think they've maintained a, a really great creative thing with the sound and they've, they've evolved. They haven't you know, made this record twice, that's for sure. So what I figured I would do here, I'm not gonna make this a very long episode, this was also something else that I had discussed with Joey is I, I wanted to start doing shows focusing on albums where we just play like our favorite five. I just held up 10 fingers, but our favorite five. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to do here. But before I play any tracks, I'll just show the vinyl here. And obviously I've shown the album cover. This was something I picked up probably around five or six years ago. And it's 180 gram vinyl, as you saw there on the hype sticker. And it comes with a liner sheet with the lyrics, same as they were in the cassette and CD editions. It's pressed by plain recordings and I've heard mostly, mostly bad feedback about plain recordings as far as their vinyl. Sorry, it's a little difficult to see the label here. I'm doing the best I can here, but uh, it's not really working out. There we go, there we go. So, you know, I've heard good and bad things about plain recordings. I don't own many pressings by plain recordings. This is actually only the second one I have. I have a plain recordings pressing of Mr. Bungle's California as well along with the music on vinyl pressing of that record as well as it's my favorite Mr. Bungle record. But I've never found these two pressings that I do own by Plain Recordings to be that bad, to be very honest. This, this one has always sounded very good to me. So I'm not sure if it's, if it's out there these days, if it's still being pressed by Plain Recordings, but I have to guess that there's probably a version out there. And that was the Plain Recordings 180 gram edition that was released in 2008. If you get this one, I don't think you'll be disappointed in the sound quality, which hopefully will be on display with the tracks I've chosen. So I've been having a look at the back cover here. And I gotta tell you, limiting this down to a favorite five definitely proved to be a lot tougher than I expected when I was even thinking about this. It's impossible for me to leave out Jerry as a race car driver because it's the first song I ever heard from Primus. And honestly, I still enjoy the song a lot to this day. It hasn't really gotten old or tiring to me. The same thing really goes for Tommy the Cat. So, yeah, I know, it's the second single, it's the second video, but can't really deny that I still really like the song a lot, that it continues to be a top five favorite on me. So, having gotten that out of the way, the five songs I've chosen to play from this pressing are Sergeant Baker, American Life, Jerry was a race car driver, Is It Luck? So that's all from side one. And then we move to side two and Tommy the Cat. So let's play those songs right fucking now.
Say, baby, do you want to lay down by my side? Baby, do you want to lay down with me? Say, baby. Say, baby. Say, baby, do you want to lay down with me? Say, baby, do you want to lay down by my side? Baby, do you want to lay down with me? Say, do you wanna lay down with me? Say, Pepper, do you wanna lay down by my side? Baby, do you wanna lay down with me? Say, Pepper! Say, Pepper! enjoyed those tracks so once again just to run those down that was sergeant baker american life jerry was a race car driver is it luck and closing with tommy the cat so before we close the episode here just thought i would go into some other little fun statistics here that uh maybe some people aren't aware of but they certainly surprised me at the time so Myself and the Verderami brothers, before we ever got into Primus, we were all fans of the band Suicidal Tendencies. So when we did eventually get into Primus, it was fun to see eventually after a while, those of us that have this record, Join the Army, that if you looked very closely at the back, produced by Suicidal Tendencies and Lester Claypool. And it says underneath, engineered by Lester Claypool. So this record was released on Caroline Records, and I believe it was released in 1987. So Les had been kicking around for a while and had been working in the studio with some bands before Primus ever even released their first full-length album. Les Claypool even tried out for Metallica after the unfortunate tragic accident that took Cliff Burton's life in 1986. And obviously he did not make it into Metallica. That also would stretch out into the Kiss world for Kiss fans out there. And obviously we've had a few Kiss roundtable episodes. So if anyone has been tuning in Thanks to those episodes, well, you probably know where I'm going with this, but for those who don't, there is indeed a KISS connection to Primus and Les Claypool. And that connection happens to be right here. White Tiger was an album that was released and it was in 1986 and White Tiger had former KISS guitarist, Mark St. John, the KISS fans that know who he is. And for those who don't, that's him right there. And I had found out about this probably within the last 10 years or so. I ordered this CD because I never owned it before. I never had the original vinyl. But, you know, me being a KISS fan and a collector, I decided to order this CD when I saw copies were available. And... Wouldn't you know it, I look at the back of it when I get it, and it might be pretty difficult to see here, but believe me, it's there. Engineered by Lester Claypool. Who the fuck ever knew? 
you know, I just could have never pictured Les Claypool working <laughs> with White Tiger on this record. Not a, not a very good record. So, you know, being honest, but there you have it. You have a couple of little fun stats that we would discover later on after we became fans of Primus and there's the CD, just in case any of you thought I was lying. <laughs> that little hype sticker right there, still have it. There was a 2013 deluxe edition CD and DVD released where the album was given a stereo remix by Les Claypool. Me, I still prefer the original mix, but this is out there and definitely worth checking out. I figured before we close here, I would just, just go into some other Primus vinyl that I do own. Some I have featured on the podcast in recent times. And this is the follow-up album, Pork Soda. So I have this vinyl pressing of Pork Soda. And grab the record here really quick. Record. In case anybody is interested in looking to buy it, want to know how it looks. I got the black vinyl edition. Vinyl sounds great. Actually spun this not too long ago. Again, I wanted to listen to it. Had been a while. So that is Pork Soda. Now I had talked about this record earlier, their first full length album. This was a purchase at Princeton Record Exchange in New Jersey. So this was their first album, Frizzle Fry. And the edition that I have this was a really nice $13.99 purchase at the time. I don't know why they had it on sale, but at the pink vinyl edition, which is really, really nice. Sound quality is okay. It's a little low given the length of the album, their most recent studio album, The Desaturating Seven. And I haven't really featured this album yet on the podcast, so I haven't shown it yet as well. But for those who've never seen this one before, it's a rainbow splatter. Really nice. Plays very well. And I like this record. I know there was, again, there was some pushback on this record. There was some people that weren't really that thrilled with it, but I like it. What's also nice is the inside of the album cover is even lined with some colors. I listened to this one not too long ago, again, and like I said, I still really like this record, but I know it has its share of people who aren't exactly big fans of it. So let's move on to the next one. And the last one is one of the more recent ones that I did get, and it was this Record Store Day edition of Primus Suck On This. Offhand, I think this was one of the Record Store Day drop editions from last year. Is either day one, two, or three. So that is the latest Primus vinyl that I own, and I will just grab the vinyl here just to show everybody. This is really nice. Sound quality is excellent on this one. As the YouTube viewers can see, it's a nice translucent blue vinyl. So that is the episode here about Primus sailing the seas of cheese and a little Primus appreciation for those out there that are fans like myself. And I do believe Joey is a fan. 
not particularly sure how big of a fan, but I know I think he is a fan of the band. So that's going to wrap it up for me here. Hope everybody enjoyed the episode once again. Thank you once again for tuning in, whether it's here at cnjradio.com or your preferred podcast platform. I know we're still out there on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. So I thank you for tuning in once again. And I also thank those that are viewing on my YouTube channel. And please be sure to check out our other shows here at cnjradio.com, Wrestling House Show, Rock Strikes 10, Talking Rock, The Synaptic Empire, and The Last Theater. And of course, you're here watching I Am Vinyl. So I know you're supporting us here at cnjradio.com. And we all can't thank you enough for that. So until the next episode, once again, I'm Pete LaRussa. And we'll see you next time here on the I Am Vinyl podcast on cnjradio.com.